your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. All right, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to a Wednesday here on the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. For the next two hours, Trent Condon and myself will uh, talk the world of sports with you, localizing as best as we can. However, we are going to go to Chicago in the first, our first guest today. It is Wednesday, after all. David Cap. Not that there isn't a lot of topics to discuss with Cappy. First and foremost, clearly the Udarvish signing, which I guess created somewhat of a circus, Trent. Uh, yesterday in Arizona when he showed up for his signing ceremony, fascinating the way that the uh, reading some of the behind-the-stuff um, uh, stories at The Athletic. I, I can't speak highly enough about that uh, a pay subscription-based site, but it's 3 bucks a month. Some of the most talented sports writers out there covering well, a plethora of teams and certainly all of the big ones, well, for the most part. Uh, but they are continuing to build. But they've done a great job on the Udarvish story. So Cappy will slide on in here at about 12.20. Looking forward to this next guest, Trent, at 12.40, 10 years ago, Adam Emenecker was a, I don't know, a focal point of sports talk radio at this particular uh, time on the calendar, as mm-hmm. we think back, I went Iowa State. We're not very good that year. Meanwhile, Drake was uh, making a little history, and we couldn't get enough of the Bulldogs that year. And Adam Emenecker uh, was a senior on that team. He'd win the Larry Bird Trophy. Um, and really, the only year that he played at Drake, he was there, but Davis has never thought, thought enough of him to take him off the bench. <laughs> Uh, that was clearly a glaring mistake. But Adam Emenecker is now doing the color for, like, I think he does a lot of the Drake games. I know that he did the uh, game on Saturday, the UNI Drake game, uh, along with John Rooney, who you may have recognized the name from Cardinal Broadcast. Emenecker did the color. I thought he was terrific in the game. But we're going to catch up with him. Uh, Drake plays tonight. Indiana State is in town. We'll talk to Adam Emenecker at 1240. I'm looking forward to that, Trent. Yeah, uh, a different kind of conversation. We don't talk a ton of Drake. We've talked about it when they've battled their way up. Mm-hmm. and Eight and six. Going to be more than likely out of the play-in round. Yep. This this is one put in the win column. You're not playing in the Drake Invitational. So you think it comes down to it's pretty close the way the standings are. I mean, mm-hmm. Indiana State is eight and six. The doggies are eight and six. They're two games up from the playing round right now. Correct. Six and eight yep. is the playing round, but Indiana State would get a win here. They'd move up a rung and be just a game behind. So, uh, yeah, an important one. And, I mean, it's a very winnable game mm-hmm. as well. Though Indiana State is playing a lot better. They got off to a slow start. They're, they're playing some better basketball. You know, I watched them beat. The Panthers. Yes. Uh, uh, recently. A couple Saturdays ago. A couple of Saturdays ago. Yeah. yeah I, I think our buddy Kevin Lehman was uh, part of that broadcast. Watch that game. But I just got a text I, I'm from... dead wrong. They, they've lost five out of six. Their only win was that game was against Was the game you. against you and I? Well, I watched that one, so I could yeah. back that one. And they played Loyola tough last time out. That's probably what I was thinking okay. of. But regardless, <laughs> maybe they not play that well. They I played well against you and I. got a text from a friend of mine. He said, Jethro's, he's having the Emenecker sandwiches as we speak. Nice. Nice. Uh, I guess they still sell it, right? They, yes. You ever watch those food shows? Yeah, they, yeah. they, they um, did a man versus food. I think it yeah. is. Somebody, one of the guys tried to eat. Santa. Anyways, we digress. <laughs> uh, so Adam M- Adam Emenecker, twelve forty. John Miller, Hawkeye Nation slides in at uh, one twenty. We'll preview Michigan Iowa tonight's an early tip five thirty. 
Valentine's Day special, 5.30. Love it. Big Ten Network. Appointment TV. Got to work, huh? Sorry. Works well in your house. Absolutely does. And uh, I catch a little break tonight. What do you mean? Well, teacher conference is going on this week. Nice. You have so, no plans. Well, have to take Ella to gymnastics. Oh, what? Okay, do you? Yeah. So we'll we'll be doing that at 6.30. Get home, catch up on DVR. Mm-hmm. Stay off Twitter. Stay off Twitter. Hopefully caught up by the time the wife gets home and have a nice little box from Christopher's Fine Jewelry waiting for That's her. what you've done, is yeah. it? Yeah. Look at you, you romantic. <laughs> That'll change. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get get uh, another 20 years into it. It's going to be a little we different. We don't even do cards anymore. Yeah. We didn't do Christmas this past year for the first time ever, and <laughs> I think I think we're on to something. Uh, and then we will wrap things up. Bill Bender, Sporting News. He was in East Lansing last Saturday. Um, so, well, that'll be one of the things that'll come up. I just, it just was a great game on television. It was up against Drake. You, well, Drake, you and I was up against mm. Michigan State, Purdue, uh, to put it in the proper context. So that's the program today. We're glad you're here for part of it uh, or all of it if you can. Uh, if you can't catch it all, you can listen to the podcast. KenMillerShow.com uh, is where you can find the podcast. Trent, let's go back up to Ames. Uh, it was... It was really one of those games, and Iowa State, to their credit, kept you know making it close, cutting into it, double-digit Kansas lead, cut it to six, think they got a chance, get a stop here. Uh, they struggled, uh, in particular, Wigington and Donovan Jackson. I think they were four for 21 yeah. from the floor last night. Um, and I may even have that wrong. I, that, that's, that's close, if, if, if I recall. Uh, in fact, I'm going to get it so I can be accurate. They were 4 of 21, including 2 of 13 from behind the arc. And when the, the guards aren't making their shots, uh, it's going to be in all likelihood a long night. Now, you credit where credit is due. Lard was good, but you know who might have been, if they were, if you're giving out, well, if you're giving out stars. All right. You're, well, that, well, how, do, how does it work in hockey? The, for, the for three stars. Three stars. Right. But the, it, it the first over... star is never from the losing team. Okay. Yeah. Always has to be for but the winner. But I thought Tally played pretty well last night, yeah. I guess is where I'm going. Who's the overall star of the game? Was it Azabuki? He's unstoppable underneath. And, he, and here's a guy who picked up his third foul less than 30 seconds into the second half. Mm-hmm. Put him on the bench and, and, and listen to Tom Crean. Possession after possession, seemingly. Get it inside Delard. Go down, go down Delard. He's got a step. He's open. He's open. Trent, he said that like, I don't know, five possessions in a row. Right. Yet they continue to mess around outside trying to find that shot. And inevitably, they'd find that chart, and either Wigington or Jackson couldn't make it count yesterday. I know shooters got to keep shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not being critical of that. They just struggled last night, and that's going to happen. And when they do, uh, the result is probably going to be what we saw last night. Yeah, I, it's they didn't play well. They they were in the game. They mm-hmm. had those runs, but they just... And defensively, too, the backdoor cut was open all night. The back screen, it was just like they had no answer for Azubuke. They didn't, right. And Whether it be alley-oop or whether it be an uncontested two steps down the baseline and boom, into the hoop. You, you do wonder if Lard is wanting to keep himself out of foul trouble. And Good point. A little bit mm-hmm. more tentative defensively because he is now such an important uh-huh. guy. It was different early in the season when you go in there and he could hack a couple of guys right. and because he was playing 16 minutes a game. Well, what wasn't it that was it Texas Tech? We played twenty minutes because he was in foul trouble yes. at twenty two points. Right. He's that important to that team, he and is. he has to stay out of foul trouble. And so maybe that's excellent a part of point. It. I think you're on to something. And uh, how about Solomon Young? What what's next for Solomon yeah. Young? Starter last year yep. as a freshman, 
Yep. He was really the guy that mm-hmm. wasn't part of the group. That was part of the group. And mm-hmm. and now maybe hasn't developed. Well, it's as a matchup problem. It's a matchup problem too, because he was he had Azu, he had the guard on Azubuki a number yeah. of times last mm-hmm. night and you look, he's 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 gonna. I I like his game. I I like his game. He wasn't awful last night. I think defensively he struggled more so than on the offensive end of the floor. I thought Wyler Babb, who yes, you know, wasn't he was a game time decision, and, and then they the first substitution, Prom's first substitution was not him. Um, so you're wondering, you know what? Maybe that maybe there there's only going to be if he does play at all. There's only going to be for a couple of minutes as they try and work his way back into this thing. Twenty two minutes out of him last night. Now I still think I wish they'd get into their offense a little sooner mm-hmm. because it seems like you know they're doing so with precious few seconds left on the shot clock, and then by then it's you know nothing else, uh, no other option but to hoist something up there and hope that it falls. But look, it's Kansas we're talking about, and they've had their big uh, their their top twenty scalps taken. It was going to be. It was going to be tough. The reason I, I wonder about Solomon Young is because Michael Jacobson becomes eligible next year. Michael Jacobson takes his minutes. He's going to take some minutes. Absolutely. And those three together, Jacobson was a good shooter as a high school player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he could step out, hit threes, no problem. And what's well, a three point line? Uh, not even a foot back. So you think of this off season, this redshirt season for him. He's probably been working on that shot mm-hmm. a little bit. I just wonder if Young, Lard, we have heard can shoot it. If he that... had a couple of 15. He had one for sure a 15-footer. Now, he won. He missed badly. Yeah. But he did make one. But if if both Young and Lard both develop that shot a little bit more, mm-hmm. if you can just basically rotate those three guys through center power forward, kind of all of them, you got something there. I mean, a combined, yeah. you combined 80 minutes. You split it up three ways, and they're each playing 27 minutes. It's pretty well, salty. Yeah, and you you can see why they're so excited about this team. I mean, yeah. with the recruits they got coming in, with the guys that are sitting out. You mentioned Jacobs and Shayok from Virginia, another one. This is um, this is a little blip, I think. I really do. I, I'm with you. This is um, you know what? Take your medicine, Globe mm-hmm. fans. Um, you know that that bill came due. You're paying it off this year, <laughs> yeah. but next year you'll be out of debt, and away you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I think I think uh, Prom's gonna look there. There's they're certainly not from this chair. I'm, I'm just not going to be sitting here critical of Steve Promo. Oh, you can no, only win with no. Hoiberg's players, blah, blah, blah. No, sir. No. no, sir. Look at the three top 20 wins he's already got. He's proven it. That was, and he came into a difficult spot, not only because he took over program later than he normally do as Hoiberg went to the NBA, and that was Absolutely. in June. Yeah. That was going or on. Or late, yeah. I mean, it was because June. Because of, of surgery, right? Yeah. yeah. So you had that happening. You're, you're late to the team, if you will. You don't get, you know, just the same amount of time. Mm-hmm. And you're walking into a program that had hit a a level that they'd never been before. Mm-hmm. They'd never had a run like Hoiberg had put together. He got a lot of veterans, mm-hmm. maybe a little ego, a little, hey, we did it this way before. Right. You're trying to kind of impact the program yep. with your stamp. Right. And it wasn't seamless. There were some down periods. There were some rough stretches of four or five games where, oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But then they get to Kansas City and they're cutting down nets. Right. <laughs> right. Right. He's done, I think, a better job than even maybe some people realize. Because no, it, I agree with you. It, it, they have talent. It, mm-hmm. That's a job you want. Sure. But it's not just roll the ball but out. In front of a fan base you can count on. Yes, it, yes. It, like this, this, this team's in last place. You can't get into the building. Right. I know it's Kansas last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. But Oklahoma, and I get it's Oklahoma. Like it's a pretty good conference, so yeah. it's going to be a marquee team at least most nights showing up. But And they do, night after night after night. Mm-hmm. Crazy. They're they're crazy. They're great. Absolutely. It's a great fan base. There's no doubt about it, Trent. No doubt about it. 
So uh, and Texas th- Tech, by the way, struggled a little bit, but pulled away they late. Did got it done and held serve that game next a week from Saturday, the twenty fourth. Mm-hmm. My God. So the dream is over of Iowa State. What I've been trying I, to sell uh, the last two yeah, days. Yeah, it is. It is. It was. It was. It was. I mean, it was. It was a long shot at at best. It was. Now we didn't see Terrence Lewis no. at all last night. We saw uh, Jacoby Long for three right, minutes. Right. Right. Yeah. Terrence Lewis never saw the floor. Good point. Is it time to stretch that out just a little bit more, or is it just we're going to work on these two young guards in the off season? And see, yeah, I think probably. see if they can stick around. See if they can play at the Big 12 mm-hmm. level. That's probably what you got to do. Yeah, but, Lewis, you got to get him some minutes just because cause you said it. I mean, before the season, you oh. you watched him at uh, Valley Southwoods, right? That's yeah. where it still yeah. is. And, and you were, boy, they got they might have something here. Yes. I remember you six, saying those six, words. Can yes. shoot it. Right. They got a, they got a player here. Yeah, but, he looks the part. He's got everything. Mm-hmm. And hasn't translated. Is, is it between the years? I know that Jamie Pollard. Pulled what didn't he pull Cameron Lard aside? Was it Lard that he pulled aside and said, or it was Tally? It was it was Durant Tally uh, a couple of weeks ago and said, "Don't get down, you're you know it'll it'll come for you." Mm-hmm. Gave him, I guess where I'm going is he gave him a pep talk and it worked for Tally. I wonder if he's got one more in him for Lewis. Yes, yeah, that, right. Might as well go to that well again because yeah, it worked. It worked for Durant Tally. It was Tally. Speaking of uh, Jamie Pollard, mm-hmm. did you see the picture on Twitter? Last I did. Night? Yeah, with Weatherwax. That's the guy's name. Yeah, Mel Weatherwax. That's the guy that tried to fight Bill Self. And they were holding court? It looked like it, yeah. yeah. But I, I mean, I don't know if they've spoken since then. Kansas fans just have a heyday with poor Mel <laughs> Weatherwax. They just have a heyday with him. But, yeah, I, I did see the picture that was making its uh, rounds through Twitter. Uh, always something entertaining on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, it is. There? But you know what? I, honestly, I hope what that, that picture was um, was, um, you know, it's time to – it's time to you know yeah. take your cap off, Mel, and say you know what I messed up that night. Yeah, even though it was your and maybe that's already happened in the best of friends now. Who knows? Right, right. And, but it was it was embarrassing. It had to have been embarrassing yes, for yes. him. And, I mean, that picture went crazy. There was an Ames policeman preventing a fan. Now, who knows what would have happened? In all likelihood, ninety nine point nine percent likelihood, nothing would have happened. Right, right. Yeah, I, but a picture speaks a thousand words, and we don't know what those the rest of that story, right? Going after Bill Self. Picture was that he was being restrained from going after Bill Self again. That was a frustrating game. Not it that was. frustrating, though. No, no, no. You never do that. <laughs> no, never. you can't. You can't. But uh, always something each and every night on Twitter. Don't think we'll see anything like that on uh, Iowa Twitter this evening, though. What do you expect? Pain. Do you really? Oh, it, you know, was it Rocky Three, Mister T? Yeah, what's your prediction? Are... Pain. <laughs> yeah. That's my prediction here. Pain for the Hawkeyes. Yeah. Okay. Well, and what was the? It was relatively close when they played at Carver, seventy-five, sixty-eight, right? Yeah. That that was still earlier on in the mm-hmm. season when it felt like, hey, maybe they can get this thing turned around. They were coming off the win against Colorado and had those two what we thought winnable games in Carver with Michigan and Ohio State, and they got to guard the three-point line. Can they do that? Mm-hmm. We haven't seen it. It's a road game. They've been terrible on the road. Maybe they have something here. I, I, I don't know. I just I can't envision it right now. I want to see Nunji and Garza continue to put one foot in front of the other mm-hmm. and step forward. I really do. I yeah. mean, that's almost what it's been reduced to. And I think Nunji's his, his light's going on. You know, because I thought he'd lost his place. Yeah. He'd lost a ton of minutes. 
and not that he was in a doghouse, but he was not, and maybe not an afterthought, but he wasn't going to be one of the guys that McCaffrey thought he could count on. Well, now he's going to him more, and he's producing. He led the team, did he not? The last time they took the floor, he did lead him in scoring. 18 points, mm-hmm. yeah. He was uh, the bright spot. The bright spot in Columbus. The one, yep. Because there weren't many. the one. There weren't many at all. Yeah. You want to get those guys minutes. Mm-hmm. You, you want to see development. I just keep going back to the defensive end. We're 27 games in. Mm-hmm. Nothing could change at this mm-hmm. point. Can it? Nope. 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 Just, you are who you are. You are who you are at this point of the year. Like the Bill the Bill Parcells, you are what your record says you that are. That's exactly where we're going. Same thing with this Iowa basketball Indeed. team. And uh, it's been a frustrating year. Yeah. Well, uh, it's coming to an end. Yes. Un- unfortunately. but and maybe in February. It's in all likelihood in February. Yes. We'll take a time out. We'll catch up with uh, David Kaplan. You Darvish is a cub. How about that? We'll find out the latest from Cappy when we go there next. He's brought to us by our friends at heartlandflags.com. Still not too late for that last minute Valentine's Day shopping. Heartlandflags.com. Uh, Trent and I will be back with the Capman when we continue. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. The 2018 State Wrestling Tournament is coming to 1700 KBGG. February 15th through the 17th on your home for high school sports, 1700 KBGG. Hey guys, this is Nate Adams. You want to know where to go for the best Valentine's Day gifts this year? Go to Christopher's Fine Jewelry. It's a tradition for the men in the Adams family to visit Christopher's because we trust their friendly, down-to-earth staff. No big sales pressure. They're happy to answer your questions and take the stress out of Valentine's Day shopping. Stop by Christopher's today at 3427 Merle Hay Road and tell them the Adams family sent you. Congratulations, state wrestlers from Whitey Exteriors. It's not easy to be a champion. It takes hard work and dedication, not for a season, but season after season. You have to be willing to do what others aren't willing to do. Do it to the best of your ability where others cut corners. The same thing that makes a champion is what Whitey Exteriors brings to every job, every time. When it comes to roofing, siding, and all your interior and exterior painting needs, Whitey Exteriors should be your first choice. Whitey Exteriors Hey guys, Trent Condon here again from 1700 KBGG. We made it. A new year upon us. A happy 2018. I know a lot of people have New Year's resolutions, things you want to improve upon, but a lot of times you need help. If better health is one of your goals in 2018, I have a place for you that has helped me. It's New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness has built a strong history helping one patient at a time. They'll make a program specifically designed for you from weight loss, hormonal treatment, maybe it's migraines, so many things that New Leaf Wellness can help you with in 2018. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. 
Special Olympics Iowa will host the annual Warren County Polar Plunge on Saturday, February 24th at Lake Aquabi in Indianola. The Polar Plunge is a signature fundraiser for Special Olympics and offers a unique opportunity for individuals and organizations to raise money and support Special Olympics Iowa athletes by jumping into the frigid waters. All you have to do is raise $75 and register for the event online at SOIowa.org backslash polar dash plunge. You can register individually or as a team. All of the proceeds from the plunge go back to the over 14,000 athletes in Iowa and fund the Special Olympic programs they participate in. The Polar Plunge will start at noon on February 24th with a post-party to follow. There's still plenty of time to sign up, so head on over to SOIowa.org backslash polar-plunge today. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines, or online, washersystems.com. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. You know, guys, we've got it pretty good. Going to games, watching sports on TV, listening to sports talk radio. We never really stop with sports. So maybe with Valentine's Day just around the corner, you ought to get her something special from Heartland Flag Poles and Flags. Did you know that we carry a huge selection of home decor and furnishings? We do. Art Peace Poles. We have a huge selection. She'll love the one you pick out for her. And best of all, she'll know that you're actually listening to her. Or at least got lucky because you went to Heartland Flag Poles and Flags. 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines or heartlandflags.com. Here we go. Back to Iowa's only local sports show over your lunch hour. Here's Ken and Trent. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Our next guest brought to us by our friends at Heartland Flags, heartlandflags.com. Tell you more about them at the end of this. Uh, Cappy spending Valentine's Day away from his wife. He'll be in Peoria tonight. Beautiful spot to spend the 14th of February. Cap, how are you? Trent and Ken. What's up, boys? Yep, I got my, that's actually my last regular season basketball game that I have to broadcast during the week. I have Nothing on March 2nd because most of my stuff's for NBCSN and their platforms are taken up by the Olympics mm-hmm. until the 2nd of March. So after this game, I am clear. And the next Thursday, I'm going to London to see Chelsea and Manchester United at Old Trafford. Now, is that a bucket list item, Cap? It is for one of my kids. Okay. And where, you know, they each make a list of what they want for Christmas, and it's usually, <laughs> can I get that video game? Can I get that pair of sh-? No, he said, I only want one thing, and it doesn't have to be this year. You know, whatever. I just want you to take me once to Old Trafford. I have a friend whose best friend owns Manchester United. Wow. And so he said, hey, you need tickets? I can get you hooked up. So we were able to buy tickets at a, you know, 
at face, not having to pay stupid money, and bought flights and got a hotel, and away we go. Good for you. So how many days will you spend over there? You're going. You may as well stay for a while, right? Yeah, and I, I have so much going on that we're going to fly out next Thursday, my wife and I and him, Garrett, and then we're back Tuesday. Okay. Well, you're back in time for your Wednesday appearance with us, so we appreciate that, Cal. Now, when you will got you, it. When will you head to Arizona to catch up in you Darvish fever? I'll be there Tuesday, the 13th of March is when I'll be there. Gotcha. Uh, Cap, when you found out that Darvish signed, um, I mean, the, the the team is so much better with him as part of it. And I know Arietta was a fan favorite, and he was great for this organization and what he did, an integral part of bringing a world championship to the Windy City, in particular on the north side. He'll never be forgotten uh, for his contribution, but they're better with you, Darvish, than they were with Jake Arietta. It's a clear upgrade for me. And, and you know I've been out with you a billion times where I told you I love Jake Arietta and everything that he brought, everything he did. He was magnificent. The Cubs don't have a ring on their hand if he doesn't pitch like he pitched. However, you Darvish is one of the top 20 pitchers in baseball by any metric you want to use. Look it up analytically. And as Theo said yesterday, he's probably the best strikeout pitcher of our generation. So... Look, they paid a lot of money to get you, Darvish, but it's a lot less than they thought it was ever going to cost. The market came back to them, and good things came to those who waited. So it's that time of year where we get worried about John Lester and pickoffs, and I uh, saw something earlier today from Jesse Rogers talking just uh, about that. Is that one of the most uh, over-talked-about spring storylines we had every year with the Cubs? Yeah, I mean, I haven't heard it mentioned at all. By Cub fans, but it will be once we get into the season. You know why can't Lester this or that? But you know Tommy Pham will tell you uh, not so much because he picked Tommy Pham off last year. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. They'll continue to work on it. I think I told Kenny last year. I got out to the ballpark early one day. I got done with radio and I went right out there. It was a beautiful day, and I'm just going to eat my lunch in the stands. And there's nobody there. They got a game that night, and I see Chris Basio. I see a catcher in full gear. I see John Lester, and then I see a second catcher in full gear. Mask on, the whole deal. I'm like, hmm, what is going on here? And I'm literally sitting there eating my lunch, and I watch John Lester throw to first base with a catcher hmm. crouched like he's catching at home plate. And every single throw was right on the bag, like he was pitching. <laughs> and then they had the catcher stand up and play first base with no mask on, and he airmailed them. It's just the most bizarre thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> so they, they continue to work on it, and at some point they'll figure it out. How much, Cappy, if any, was the signing of, uh, of Darvish's catcher, if you will, a, a factor in, in, in you, Darvish, becoming a Cub? I mean, I'm not going to say that it wasn't a factor at all because I know he talked to you a few times and said, how much he's excited to be there and hopes they get to play together, all of that. But yesterday when they asked you, Darvish, that question, he he was joking around and he said, I like Wilson Contreras better. <laughs> because, look, Wilson's our guy. He's going to catch the lion's share of the games. If Chris Jimenez makes the roster, he's coming in on a minor league deal. Okay. We'll see. He's got a battle on his hands. So did he help? Probably 
that's not the reason you Darvish is here. This is not David Ross, John Lester. I brought up uh, the other day with Ken. The market, we see the Yankees, the Dodgers kind of staying out of the free agents, and they want to stay away from that luxury tax threshold. How close are the Cubs, and, and is there still another move, or do they want to stay underneath that and, and have some wiggle room if, if a trade comes during the season? Yeah, there's no other moves coming unless there's, God forbid, a serious injury in spring training. Uh, they have about $11 million in room. Okay. By my math, and I read someone else had done the same number crunching. Uh, so it's about $11 million is what they have available to spend. Now, are they going to spend that during the winter? I think only if they have a glaring need. I mean, Theo always, always adds something. You know, two years ago it was we got to go get a big time closer, and they paid through the nose to get a Raldis Chapman. Are they going to do that again this year? I don't know. We'll see. You never know what you might need. Like last year, they had to find a way to get Alex Avila because they lost four, five, six weeks of Wilson Contreras to a pulled hamstring. So you never know what need is going to arise. That's why they left themselves some flexibility. But I asked Jed Hoyer on the radio today, does this move? another big salary, preclude you from playing in the deep end of the pool next year when the class is loaded? And he said, absolutely not. Mm, interesting. So, Cap, Brandon Morrow, is, uh, he's going to close, yet he's, he's had injuries, as a lot of guys have, I admit that, in, in, in their past. If something happened to Morrow, who would be the ninth-inning guy on this roster as it's constructed now? Is it Edwards' turn? Uh, I would say they'd probably give it to either Strope or Edwards and see how they performed. They've got a number of guys they can use. C-Shack has closed. Has he? Okay. So he, could, he could, you know, do it. I don't know if he's the long-term answer, but they're going to give Brandon Morrow every chance to try and make it as their closer. All right, so totals are out. Uh, Cubs, was it 93 and a half? 93 and a half. It's 93 CG Technology. And a half. Yep. Cap, yeah, and then there's a couple of books that had it at 89 and a half prior to you, Darvish. Ah. Those have to be offshore, right? Yeah. I think they are. And I know the 93 and a half was Vegas. That was CG. You like to dabble Correct. a little bit when you make your way out to the desert. Cap, uh, yep. you're on the over, I'm going to guess? Oh, yeah, I'm definitely on the over. Okay. The only thing that I think keeps them under is if they have health problems. Because I think they're refocused. There's no... World Series hangover. Mm-hmm. I think they are excited for this season to be here. So, yes, I have them somewhere 96 to 98, somewhere in that range. And I think they're going to be a really tough team to beat. Who do you fear in that division, Cap? The, Mil- the Milwaukee Brewers have done, you know, they've done their best to rebuild their team. And don't forget, they led for a significant part of the, uh, of the season last year. Cubs would catch them and pull away late. Rebuilt the outfield. They got a glut of outfielders, but the pitching concerns are legit. Are the Brewers the second best team in that division as we sit here on Valentine's Day? Cardinals are not a bad team. I don't think the Reds or the Pirates are in the hunt here. Uh, if I had to pick one to finish second, whew, that's a great question. I probably would go Brewers, but I'm not all in like, oh, my God, because I don't think they have enough pitching. I don't think the Cardinals do either. Right. But I think it's close. Now, if one of them goes and gets Jake Arrieta, mm-hmm. then they separate themselves from the other. What are you hearing on Arrieta? Are those two teams in on him? I've heard both in, Minnesota in, uh, Washington in, 
and then who knows who else could Texas be in? He lives down there, so there's a, a number of ways they could go. Over to uh, the Bears offseason, a decision to be made on Kevin White. Fifth year, do you exercise the option or just go into 2018 and see what you get? Let's start right there, the wide receiver position. They need a ton of help to go along with Kevin White if he can give them anything. What do you expect them to do? I do not expect them to option or pick up the fifth-year option. I don't see why you would. Mm-hmm. You know, why would you guarantee money and tie your hands? Make him go out and prove it, and I would hope that if he has a good year and they choose to bring him back, there would be some measure of loyalty like Kerry Wood did for the Cubs after he signed a $70-some million deal. He was injured, and he played when he, that contract was up. He played for whatever it was, $3.5 million, which was a pittance at that time, and said, hey, I didn't earn the money that they paid me, so this is my way of saying I owe you. So I would hope that if Kevin White goes out and has a good enough year, that they say, you know what, we'd like to bring him back. We didn't pick up the option. That he'd say, let's do something fair, and I'll give you first shot. Is there a free agent cap that the that uh, your listeners, your callers are clamoring that Ryan Pace has to go at, get and pay? Is there one free agent that uh, that seems to be moving Bears fans' needle more than the other? Yeah, clearly, Jarvis Landry. And Greg Gabriel, who you guys should get on, he's a great interview. Greg Gabriel was a scouting director in the NFL for 28 years. He was in the Bears front office as director of college scouting. And he tweeted the other day, if you look at him on Twitter, he said, stay away, not a good guy in the locker room, not the guy you want, not breakaway speed, you're overpaying for a slot guy. So while he's the most productive name in free agency, I haven't heard great things about him. But he can catch the football, man. I think he had 110 catches. How about uh, the cornerback position? Uh, there's the opportunity Fuller with a contract in front of him. All of a sudden he plays really well. What do they do there? And, and the two one-year deals they gave out, Prince uh, Makamura, if he can stay healthy, he's fine. You know, he's, he's, a, he's a pretty solid guy over there. What do you expect to see on the outside on the defense? Uh, I expect that Kyle Fuller will be back and that they will pay him you know, pretty handsomely. I don't think yeah. they're going to break the bank to keep him. If there's some crazy number out there, and I think they'd let him go. But he played better, and I think they would like to keep him. I could see them keeping Amuka Mara as well. They need a, a, to fill in their linebacking core, and they need another rush end that can help make Leonard Floyd an even better player. I was at a holiday par- or a Super Bowl party at Tommy Waddle's house, and John Fox was there. And I had a chance to talk with him for a while. And I said, John, what do you think of Leonard Floyd? Fully expecting him to go, yeah, big disappointment. He said he's Jason Taylor. And wow. my producer and I were standing there, and he looked at us. He said, yeah, and I know. He wears a gold jacket, and that's what I said. Mm-hmm. He's Jason Taylor. He said, I love that kid. If he can stay healthy, he can be a monster. He also said he thinks Adam Shaheen could be a really, really outstanding tight end in the National Football League. So, you know couple of interesting nuggets from Foxy. No doubt about it. Cap, last thing for you. Watching uh, the Coyotes and the Blackhawks uh, this past weekend, uh, Arizona whacked them. It seemed, and I know it was only one game, but that to me seemed like the Blackhawks nearing the end, Cap. Did it to you? Yes. 100%. They're done. They're 0.9% to make the playoffs. Their long streak is over. They are done. It's unfortunate. But it is what it is. Indeed, it was a hell of a run. Cap, great stuff. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Happy. Thanks, boys. Have a great day. Good to talk to you. Enjoy Peoria.
Yeesh. Yeah, <laughs> See you, pal. <laughs> Last minute. Boy, is a busy guy. I should have told Cap, uh, my nephew is over there, a junior at Bradley, and he works in the communications department, works the basketball games. Uh, so Cap will probably, he'll be probably putting I, notes in I'm, front of Cap. I'm going to send a text to my nephew during the break here and say, hey, uh, say hello to the Cap man for us when he makes his way to beautiful Peoria. Well, you can send that text right now because we're going to break. All right. Adam Emmenecker. Yes. Going to join us next. We'll talk about those Drake Bulldogs. They've got a game tonight at the Knapp Center. What time is tip? It's 7 o'clock. Indiana State pays a visit. Still looking to do something. Valentine's Day. Take your gal to a game. Sure. Why not? Or say I need a night off. You want to give me a gift? Let me go to the game. Good luck with that. (laughs) We'll come back with uh, more on the Ken Miller Show. Adam Adam Emenecker in the 1 o'clock hour. John Miller will be here on the Hawks. Bill Bender, Sporting News. Trent and I are back after this timeout on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Well, it's that time of year again. Tax time. Not all tax firms are the same. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Not only am I a tax pro, but a certified financial planner as well. We can discuss tax savings ideas and financial services when we meet. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. Give us a try. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 Advantage Financial and Tax Services. Variety, the children's charity, works to improve the lives of underprivileged, at-risk, and special needs children by gifting bikes, building inclusive playgrounds, providing support to critically ill children, and more. Join us March 3rd and 4th for the Variety Telethon, a two-day entertainment showcase that raises funds to support Variety's mission. See great musical performances and hear from the children and families that have been impacted by Variety programs. Watch live at the Community Choice Credit Union Convention Center or on We Are Local 5. Join Variety in supporting Iowa kids by making a donation today. Donate at VarietyIowa.com to ensure that all children have the opportunity to reach their full potential. As a small business owner, you're always on the go. So how can you make sure you never miss a customer's call? Grasshopper. That's right. With Grasshopper, you get all of the features of a business phone system that's affordable and incredibly easy to use directly on your cell phone. You get a toll-free or vanity phone number that's memorable and professional. Customers are forwarded to your phone and connected to your team. And you can work from anywhere using Wi-Fi calling or our desktop app. And with our mobile app, your outgoing calls and texts show up as your professional phone number. Voicemails are transcribed and sent to your email so you can determine their importance at a glance. So whether you're on the go or working from home and need to keep business calls separate or you simply want a professional tone, Grasshopper makes it happen. Set up your account in just minutes. There are no long-term contracts and support is 24-7. Get your calls, stay connected, thrive. Now get $20 off your first month when you visit grasshopper.com slash radio. Grasshopper.com slash radio. The reason I went into consulting? Because I love hunting for paperwork. Not because I like developing plans to help small businesses grow. (laughs) No, I'm busy searching high and low for a proposal that I had in my hand like a minute ago. Yippee! Staples wants you to spend your time doing what you really love. That's why we have organizational solutions for any business, so you can clear the clutter and focus on the job at hand. 
Ah, here it is. Nope, that's a Chinese takeout menu. Staples. Less mess equals more success. Running low on the stuff you need, time for a Target run. We're here for all the big moments and the little ones, too. Like getting a dozen roses for just $17.99 and totally making their Valentine's Day extra special. Or getting one for them, one for you, Dove milk and dark chocolate hearts, two for $7. For the hard to please, get 10% off all fragrances, including Viva La Juicy. Get low prices on thousands of items today and every day. Target run and done. Pricing may vary. Restrictions may apply. One of the scariest things that can happen to pet owners is having your pet go missing. That's why the Animal Rescue League of Iowa has partnered with iowapetalert.com to help reunite lost pets with their owners. We post every lost pet that arrives to our doors on this website within 24 hours, and the public can post lost and found pets and sign up for notifications, too. Learn more at iowapetalert.com. Hey, honey, going to the chicken coop to watch the game. Whoa, football season is over. What game? Uh, the basketball, soccer, hockey game, uh, race. Oh, big fan of those sports now, are we? Yeah, yeah, always. You know me. You're really just going for the wings and beer, aren't you? Pretty much. Bye. Yeah, buddy. The chicken coop knows what's up. The games are great, but the real MVPs are the flame-broiled wings and beer at your favorite sports bar. The chicken coop, sports bar and grill. West Des Moines and Urban Tail. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days. If you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. Ken Miller's show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and myself with you uh, up until 2 o'clock as we are each and every Monday through Friday. Well, we haven't spoken, at least I haven't spoken with Adam Emenecker in a while. It's been 10 years ago. Uh, this Drake team captured everybody's attention in central Iowa. Iowa and Iowa State were having disappointing years. And seemingly, out of nowhere, comes the Drake Bulldogs get into the tournament only to uh, have their bubble burst uh, at the hands of uh, Western Kentucky. But... Um, it was a hell of a season. It was a hell of a run. It seemed like for a while there we might be uh, repeating history. Drake's having a terrific year, but probably not going to capture the league. Nonetheless, Adam Ebenecker, who's been following that Drake team and doing some uh, uh, analysts with both Mediacom as well as he was uh, part of the broadcast last week with John Rudy joins us. Adam, along with Trent Conn and Ken Miller, good to catch up with you again, Adam Ebenecker. How are you? Yeah, Ken, it's been it's been a few years since we've had a chance to connect. So uh, it was it was great hearing from you the other day, and 
you know, obviously, like you said, this this Drake team, a little bit of excitement under new head coach Nico Medved, who I guess isn't quite as new anymore now that he's almost a, a year into the job. But I think it's it's built a little bit of excitement around Des Moines, which is good to see. And I couldn't agree with you more. It really was. And uh, and, and Coach Medved's done a great job with this team. And, and I'm assuming, Adam, that it really had to be tough for some of those upperclassmen to, you know, to have so many different voices uh, coaching them through their career. And they had to wonder what this last one in their final year was going to be like. Uh, Medved jumped into a, uh, a difficult spot, but boys made the most of it. So that tells me a lot about this guy. Yeah, you know, I, I think from uh, from his perspective, you look at the team and you see that you have a lot of seniors coming back. And as a as a new head coach, that's a little bittersweet, right? You look at that and think, well, that that might mean we have a chance to win some games because we have a lot of experience. But this is going to be the first year all these guys have interacted with me, and they might not be very happy that the guy that recruited them isn't here anymore. And I, I think one of his first steps was to get those guys bought in and, and based on the success that they've had, especially as the years progressed, right. And, and they start getting more experience in his system. It's just a testament to the mindset that he had coming in, that he's not going to come and change everything overnight. He's going to figure out what are the skills of these guys? How do I optimize and maximize that? And how do I get us in the best possible position to win games? Having to play a, a style, not a whole lot of size inside four guard lineup. But you got just, just a, a fun. It's fun to watch them play. When he gets the full complement of the roster that he recruits, what this what's this basketball team going to look like? Yeah, so I, I think when you talk to him, and he he really likes those undersized four men okay. and and to play that type of uh, four out style. Now, uh, is it is it any coach's dream to have four guys that are six two or under playing at any given time? Mm. Not maybe in in today's basketball. So I, I think when you talk to Nico about what he's looking for, he wants that type of versatility, and he wants to get those high level type of athletes, the guys that can step outside and shoot it and really put pressure on a defense. And you know, when, when I talk to coaches around the val- the valley uh, before games and after games and and through all that kind of stuff. One of the things they consistently say is when you're preparing for Drake, you have to prepare for the entire kitchen sink because the amount of offensive sets and variations that they've seen on a Nico Medved in one year significantly trumps almost everybody else. Mm. And so I I think that gives you a a little bit of a background to his creativity on the offensive end and how he's not only looking at, okay, what is my philosophy and what do I want to run? But no matter who I get, I want the most talented players and the guys that give me the best chance to win. And then I'm going to figure out a way to make my system work for them rather than make sure they fit into my system. When you watch Reed Timmer play, Adam, and now Drake's all-time leading scorer, uh, supplanting a teammate of yours and Josh Young, when you watch Reed Timmer play, what do you see? And, and could he have fit on your team 10 years ago? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think so. Obviously, when you become the all-time leading scorer at a Division One school, that's that's pretty high billing. That's pretty high praise, and and it's a testament not only to the talent that Reed Timmer has, but also his work ethic and his consistency over time to be an Iron Man and pretty much play every game throughout his entire career. Um, so, you know, I, I look at the things that he does really well. He's one of the best shooters in the league, uh, and and the thing that he's developed over the course of his career is the ability to be able to distrib- distribute a little bit more and put his teammates in a position to succeed. And as he's, as he's gone year after year after year, we've seen that develop more and more. And honestly, that's a big reason this team has been more successful 
is because of his ability to not only score it and draw the attention, but find ways to get his teammates more engaged and involved on the offensive side. McGlynn has been a huge surprise out of this team, a guy that you know, just didn't see a whole lot of meaningful playing time his first couple of years and, and has made a big jump. How much do you attribute that to the work that he did in the offseason and, and having a new system here with Coach Medved? Yeah, I mean, without a doubt. Uh, the offseason work, especially for young bigs, makes such a difference. And, you know, to be honest, confidence is, is a big thing. And, and Nick went into this offseason knowing, I'm going to have a new coach, I'm going to have a new philosophy so that, that means a couple of different things. It could go really poorly, or it's a huge opportunity for me to assert myself. And uh, this, this new offense that they have running Nick McGlynn around the elbow or what they call the pinch post with cutters all around him, it's enabled him to catch the ball in places where he's really comfortable. And it's, it's really highlighted his offensive ability, not only to score with that 15-foot jump shot, but also to every once in a while have a back-to-the-basket post opportunity um, and, and, you know, in the Missouri Valley, you don't often run into those seven-foot type of guys. You're playing against guys that are six eight, six nine, and similar to his size. And he's been a huge scoring boost. And he's, he's going to be a guy that's in contention for the, uh, for the most improved uh, team for the Missouri Valley this year. What's it going to take for, uh, for Drake to maintain this? To, to keep the, for, this isn't a one-year blip, you know, where they go back to the, the Thursday play. And how can they maintain? What is it going to take, Adam Emenecker? You know, so it's funny. Uh, a lot of it is you need consistency, you need good players, and you need a little bit of luck. So if, if you look at this year, they have five seniors. And of those five seniors, they're going to have to replace a lot of their scoring and a lot of their ball handling. And losing that experience might mean that purely from an experience standpoint and maybe a win-loss standpoint, next year could be a regression. But I think what, what you look for in a program and what you look for from a coaching staff is every single game, do you see your team getting better? And from game to game or month to month, do you see the kids developing and getting better? And when you're seeing those small signs of the mistakes that a guy made in November aren't the same mistakes that he's making in January, that's a really good indication that your program's moving in the right direction. And then hopefully that some of the cards fall the way they may, and, and you get a little bit lucky, and you get an opportunity to get some of the right guys. And uh, all of a sudden, stuff starts to fit together, and before you know it, you got a winning program. You mentioned uh, the five seniors. How about the young guys? We got to see a little bit of run out of Thomas and Gibbs this yep. year. What do you see uh, for those two guys going forward and going to be important cogs certainly next year? Yeah, so I think Noah Thomas, especially in the UNI game, was, was really a bit of a coming-out party for him. He is, he is as fast and as quick up and down the floor as I've seen or experienced around, around these parts. And just mm. his ability to be almost a one-man fast break. And if, if you're watching a game, just watch how much quicker he goes from free-throw line to free-throw line with the basketball than everybody else. And, and so you look at that and you see that physical skill and think, holy cross, how the heck do we, how do, how do we harness this thing and make sure that we're using it for as much positive productivity as we can. And, and some of what he's going through right now is, is the growing pains of being a freshman. And that's to be expected, especially when you, when you come from overseas and the, the brand of basketball you play in the, in the U S is a little different. I think Jalen Gibbs was somebody they were really excited about at the beginning of the year and was playing really well at the beginning of practice. But for both of these guys, it's tough because you're a freshman playing the same position that the five seniors ahead of you are playing. 
So when you're on the court, you don't have a lot of room to make mistakes because you're the young guy, and you're going to make more mistakes than the senior, so they need the senior on the floor. But what both of them have is they have a physical ability and an ability to uh, control the game on the offensive side. And now that they get to learn under those older guys for a year, I think Coach Medved expects nice big jumps out of both of them next year as their responsibility increases. You know, I want to go back to 10 years, uh, Adam. Um, the Butler win at Hinkle Fieldhouse, was that the one game maybe that, you know, you sure you guys are having a terrific year, but there were still, what does this all mean? But when you go to Hinkle and knock off, they were a top 10 team at the time. Did that plant, or maybe was that the last thing that you guys needed to to prove to at least convince yourselves that you know what this is a special team and we've got some uh, we can do some damage? Uh, did that prove anything to you guys that win? How big was it? Yeah, I think I think of three games when I when I look back and reflect that that were helpful for us in, in terms of our mentality and our confidence. The, the second game of the year we played at St. Mary's, who was you know on, on the cusp of a top twenty five team and. We didn't play our best game and lost at St. Mary's by six. And, you know, so we kind of look around at each other and think, you know, we, we can at least, we can compete at this level. And then we go and, and come back to Des Moines and play through the non-conference, beat uh, an Iowa State team, I think, by maybe 35 or so, mm-hmm. which, which felt pretty good. And Iowa State, a team that obviously has a great reputation over time, for us to, to have that big of a victory felt pretty good. And then, as you talked about, Ken, going through that season – you're playing Valley opponents that have respect at a national scale, but uh, they're also teams that you see every day, so mm-hmm. it seems pretty ordinary. But you go out and you play a top-10 team in their home arena. That Bracket Buster Challenge was always a, a fun time for us, and playing on national TV then wasn't as common as right. it is today with all the sport options and, uh, and all the different channels. So uh, for, for us to be able to do that and be a highlighted game on ESPN and, and really be a top-15 showdown, it, it helps uh, support in our minds that, you know, listen, we, we really do have a shot. It's not just this, this small team out of Des Moines, Iowa, that, you know, is, is getting a little local publicity. We have a chance to do something really special, and, it, you know, it, it made for a pretty fun year. Uh, Adam, I, I said it on Monday. I really enjoyed your broadcast of uh, Fox Sports Midwest. You and John Rooney I thought were terrific. I think you got a future in this. We only have 15 seconds left, but is this something you enjoy doing? Yeah, absolutely. keeps It keeps me connected to the program, connected to the game, and it you know it gives you a little bit of that uh, a little bit of that game time adrenaline, which makes it fun. Absolutely, Adam. Great to catch up with you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, guys. Good to talk to you, Adam Emenecker, former Drake Bulldog, now wearing a headset, doing a color analyst role for both MediaCom and the Drake Games, and again, he was Fox Sports Midwest with John Rudy. Great to catch up with him. Tremendous, tremendous story. The 2007-8 Drake Men's Basketball Program. Back with the one o'clock hour, Trent and I've got another hour to go. Seventeen hundred KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. Seventeen hundred KBGG. Hey guys, this is Nate Adams. You want to know where to go for the best Valentine's Day gifts this year? Go to Christopher's Fine Jewelry. It's a tradition for the men in the Adams family to visit Christopher's because we trust their friendly, down-to-earth staff. No big sales pressure. They're happy to answer your questions and take the stress out of Valentine's Day shopping. Stop by Christopher's today at 3427 Merle Hay Road and tell them the Adams family sent you. 
If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammon, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. When you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much more. Industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment, along with repair, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years. Washer Systems of Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, Head Coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on Seventeen hundred. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Hey, honey, look at what I found on Pinterest. This is exactly what I want you to do. Hi, I'm Jeff Kelling, owner of Renovate It Solutions. Do-it-yourself projects are fantastic until you can't do it yourself. Good news is, no matter what kind of pins your better half has been sharing with you, we can do it all. From roofs, siding, windows, to new kitchens, baths, man caves, and even complete additions. This year, don't just pin it, produce it with Renovate It Solutions. At Renovate It Solutions, we're celebrating our 10th anniversary by offering $500 off your project. So when the pins come in, don't do the Google Gamble and hope you're hiring someone reputable. Instead, call Renovate It. I'm Jeff, the owner, and you can always get a hold of me. Call 515-954-6372. That's 515-954-6372 for Renovate It Solutions. Or find us online at RenovateItHomes.com. That's RenovateItHomes.com. Book your project in the month of February and get $500 off your project. See RenovateItHomes.com for complete details. If your basement leaks or floods, or if you have mold, mildew, or a musty smell, call Midwest Basement Systems today to request a free basement waterproofing estimate. As Iowa's premier basement waterproofing and foundation repair contractor, Midwest Basement Systems will send one of their certified basement waterproofing specialists to visit your home and conduct a thorough inspection of your basement's foundation. for news, talk, and sports is 1700.